When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is another dub. Uh, 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 this team is different, bro. They're different. <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totry, joined as always by Sean DePaz. Shane Diefenbach is out this evening. He's in the place that Bobby built. He's celebrating. He's the place that Bobby built, Las Vegas, Nevada. He's just getting the tournament ready. That's all he's doing. Yeah, he's just scouting. getting Vegas ready for mm-hmm. us. That's all he's doing. He's scouting guys. other hotel rooms to make sure Excalibur is the top tier, <laughs> which we already know it is. But like, it is time to meet us on Mill because for the 11th time this season, I don't even have enough fingers for that. ASU gets the dub. They absolutely destroy San Diego at DFA. 91 to 67. A lot to get into today between Frankie Collins, the rest of the starting five, the defense showing up again, and potentially this team being ranked going into this week. But yeah. Joe, well, Joe has the biggest thing is that we were a bucket away. We were from the we double tequila shot. We were talking bucket. at half, Joe. We were talking at half about how that would go down. Yeah, we were prepared. It was. I'm thankful. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's a Sunday. I'm not complaining that I don't have to do tequila shots, especially since they. They won. And we, let's let's be real. We need Shane in person for yeah, those to keep the shots. Yeah, a waste of an opportunity. Yeah, 100%. Um, again, lot to get into. Just starting off, though, with the initial reaction tonight. Man, this team is different, like I said. <laughs> I mean, there was a point at you where I was, I was, I was, I turned around and was yelling at you, basically, when when DJ was diving on the floor, when, like, when they were up 20 points. Yeah. And they were hustling like they were down five. I Like I tweeted, like, they, it was... Amazing! You could just tell that this team is just—it's a lot of fun. They have—they're—they're they're hella deep, and you could tell when they start having fun because there was a point where they seemed like they were—they were literally just playing with with San Diego. Oh yeah, it was it, some of the most fun I've had all year because it was just—it was proof, right? They long break after a big win. We weren't sure how they were going to respond to it. They came out and they fucking bodied yeah. San Diego. It was everything you could ask for. Everything yeah. you could ask for. They shot well. Uh, I know we'll get into the numbers, but they shot well. They defended well, like they always do. I think they they scored like t- almost twenty points more. I think fifteen points more than their their season season average so far on offense. It was just like we have said all year. When this team is clicking, they are a clicking, and yeah. they were a clicking tonight. It's scary. It is real scary because it really was a tale of two halves yeah. for Arizona State tonight. And it wasn't like normally when it's a tale of two halves, you're like, okay, there's a bad first half. And a great second half, <laughs> or vice versa. It was the only the only thing for this game is it was just different, right? In the first half, you had Desmond Cambridge going nuts, yes. which is fine. We're used to ASU players like at least one having themselves a night. And then you look in the second half, Des, I believe, only had five points. And then for the remainder of it, everybody else just kind of piles on and starts scoring. Yeah. So, like, like to your point, 
when ASU is able to shoot this well, and when they're getting points from just about everybody on the roster, we'll get into the success of the starting five, like, they are a terrifying team. And you look at, after U of A, all of those other teams in the pack, right? You've got Washington. You've got the Oregons. Like, you don't want to play this ASU team. No, you don't. And I think even if you're Arizona, you, you would probably play just about any other team in the conference right now than ASU, uh, other than outside, in a vacuum, right? The rivals, you always want to play a rival, right? But, yeah, I mean, this is... There, there's. Uh, I mean, I know, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but there's no reason they shouldn't have a number next to their name. Um, they're just... They're, they're, they're playing different. Um, and... They, they, you could just see growth, man. Like it, yeah. it, it, everything from they talked about it a little bit on the broadcast. The fact that Bobby can trust Duke and Austin, who Austin was is turned turned into another solid performance. And Duke was not; he didn't score, but he was a guy that you he, you noticed him, especially in the first half. He was making plays. And something I noticed about Duke is that when he shoots free throws, it almost looks like he expects to miss them because <laughs> he's always ready to rebound his shot. I love it. I I'll love take it. it. The extra I, points, the extra hustle. Exactly. Um, this team is just is good. It's really good. And these kinds so of good. wins add so up, so right? So like you, you've you mentioned, and we've talked about it at length through a bunch of different shows of how we needed this team to do what they did after that Michigan yes. win, right? To get Bobby Hurley's team to just settle down, get back to neutral, and get ready for another game. Put the last big win against Creighton behind you. And that's exactly what they did. This is not a team that had any thought of the close win on Monday against Creighton. This is not a team that had any thought to the game on Wednesday or to the big game that they've got on New Year's Eve. This was a team that was simply focused on the task at hand, and that was San Diego. And then from start to finish, it really wasn't even a game. Let's get into the numbers of what we saw tonight. Obviously, the only one that matters is that final score, 91-67. to You look at the shooting percentages from the team ASU shooting 47% from the field to San Diego's 40% from behind the arc. ASU doing something they haven't done a whole lot this season and outperform their opponent from three. 47% there as well for ASU to 37% for San Diego. Look at the glass. ASU wins that total as well, 43 to 38. And then the assist numbers, Sean, just stand out. 21 for the Sun Devils and 8 for San Diego. Yeah. I mean, this is what good teams do. They dominate bad teams and if you were kind of just watching the scores it might have been a little concern early on about how close this game was but especially in the first half they were given the reserves jamai was getting a lot of run mm-hmm. duke austin like the, the, the reserves were getting a lot of run so it, it 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 is kind of it's whatever but the, i mean the number that sticks out that has to stick out to you here is that assist column 21 to 8 i believe that's their highest assist total but regardless that is one of their best and, and that just it goes into another thing that made this team so special tonight is the fact that everyone was getting touches and it wasn't like they were just creating their own shots necessarily. They were guys were passing people open like they were. This was a a well oiled machine, especially the starters. It was like I said, everything you can ask for. Good teams dominate bad teams, and that's what they did tonight. And they talked about it on the broadcast that like this is a team that doesn't care who goes off. They don't really care if it's Des Cambridge going for 20 or DJ Horn going for 20 or Frankie Collins going for 20. Like, that is the unselfishness that shows up come tournament time. Yeah. Right? Not only March Madness, but Pac-12 tournament. No, exactly. That's the thing. Like, that's what you could tell that I love about this team. And I don't—you didn't really feel it last year because, like, I know it's kind of easy to point to 
the Bagley situation and just kind of since then he left. It seems like the team's gotten real close, blah, blah, blah. It's, but you look at last year where Bagley was not really a part of the equation at all. Mm. You didn't feel this. No. Like, and there's a lot of the same guys, but you didn't you didn't feel like like Marion, for example. There's nothing against him, but you didn't feel like he was out there trying to necessarily make put his, his teammates in a position. See, he was out there trying to win. It seems now that the like anybody on the team, you could you can put them to a lie detector test, and they will honestly would rather their teammates succeed more than them. Yeah. Especially Frankie. I mean, he was the guy. How many assists 11. did he have tonight? Eleven assists tonight. Uh, yeah, a double double from him. Like he's a guy where it genuinely seems like the thing that makes him happiest, the way he enjoys playing basketball the most, is when he is letting his when he when he is setting his teammates up for success. And that, like you said, that is the kind of team that is built to succeed in March, especially when if especially when they face adversity. Like you look at last year's team, if they were down, you didn't. Did you ever feel like they were no. going to, right? Like, you never felt like they were going to come back. This year, if the game's closer than it should be or they get down, I trust that this team is going to be able to at least fight to make it interesting. Um, and I feel like that is part of that selflessness. They just are genuinely, genuinely playing for each other. And that makes it so much more fun to watch. Yeah. I do want to get to Jacob's comment in the chat talking about the offense a little bit. Just get Dez on one side and DJ on the other and cross it over to either of them for the zone. And it works every time. Yeah. yeah at this point, like, We've only seen, I would say, probably in one game this season, and it's probably the Michigan game, where you get Dez and DJ both on their game, right? I know they both had double digits tonight, yeah. and they Dez kind of pulled back, it felt like, in the second half. Yeah. Um, but a, a game where both of them are playing with the confidence that they play for when it's like a solo night, yeah. right? When and Dez was going in that first half. Yeah, the difference uh, for them, I feel like, is they. I don't feel like their confidence every phase is just really a matter of efficiency. Yeah. Like, like DJ, for example, tonight, you mentioned that he he did score double, double digits, but he was three for 11. Like, yeah. it wasn't an efficient night. And then you don't you don't notice him in nights like that. Um, I would I would argue he was the least noticeable of the of the starting five, yeah. which is a high bar still because everyone scored double digits. But, yeah, it, it's... I, it's, I, this, this, I like. I'm just. I'm almost speechless. This team just it's makes nice me, though, it's, right? It's so nice. It's beautiful. We paid for football. We paid for football season, or we paid for this with football season. We had to suffer, and now we get this. And I guess also football is fun too. Now, so I'm not gonna complain. It's a pretty good time to be a Sun Devil. Look, you're talking efficiency, right? And go just going through the the box score here. Something that stands out to me, right, is ASU won this game, like from start to finish. It was a blowout. Yeah. They won by 24, and ASU only made five more field goals than San Diego. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't happen. You shouldn't beat a team this badly and only make five more field goals than them. Yeah. Right? Those extra points lie from the free throw line, the threes instead of the twos. Like, this team just gets it done. Yeah. And, again, I going back to the broadcast, like, they almost play – the way Bobby Hurley's energy yeah. is on the sideline. No, that, that that is another thing about this team. Is, is I mean, we talked like when we had DJ on the show the other day. We talked to him. We talked about like the trust that Bobby has in them, and I, I feel like it is it is kind of one of those things. That, you know what they were talking about on the Cardinals show today, in a very different context, obviously. <laughs> but like when, regardless of kind of who you are, like when you have a leader, sometimes like that is just going to be what it is. Yeah. Like the leader, the, 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 the organization, the program, whatever is going to take on the personality of their leader. That happens to an even higher degree when those people actually rock with their leader and there's an, a genuine vibe and they have trust in them. They are going to all become one. And I mean, 
alternatively, like Bobby, I'm sure takes on the personality of his team. Like it, 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 we've seen differences in, in Bobby this year too. He he trusts this team and they trust him, and it makes it that much more fun and that much more effective, and they they are, they are that much more efficient. And it's just it's just they play hard, and that is what who Bobby Hurley was as a player, who he is as a coach. Um, and I feel like this team really does take on his personality more than any team that we have seen in a while here. Yeah, that trust factor from from coach to player is huge, from from player to player is huge, and also from PHNX to partner, it is huge as well, guys. You can join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're running out the entire driving range come and hang out with big drive energy the phnx crew and fellow diehards for a night of golf food drinks contests prizes and more not to mention our phnx suns crew is going to be hosting a watch party for the suns versus timberwolves and if you know anything about the suns right now devin booker is playing out of his mind so definitely don't want to miss that four peaks is also going to be out there providing beer samples and swag check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you guys are going to save 20% on this awesome event. I am very much looking forward to that. I am also most certainly, if Book keeps playing this way, I don't think I'm ever going to bet against the Suns again. Because uh, last night, I thought they were dead in the water. And then D-Book went nuclear. Almost 60. Almost 60. Um, so I guess if you're a betting person, which you should be, bet on the Suns and bet on yep. his over until he gives you a, a reason otherwise. And if you are going to bet on him, Bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now. Sign up with code PHNX. Place a $5 money line bet on any NBA team to win, which, like I said, if Book's playing this way, that team should probably be the Suns. Bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150, almost as many points as Devin Booker scored last night. <laughs> $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Joe in the chat, borderline quad one win is on the line yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I don't game. think people realize how that San Francisco is a good team. Yeah, they are. And it's not going to be on the road. an easy game. Yeah, and on the road. Yep. So yeah. I again, we've talked about the team not looking past opponents and just focusing on the one that they got at hand. Um, and I feel like fans can't do that as well, right? You don't look past. Yeah. yeah. I know it's it's going to be really easy these next couple of days, especially if there is a number by ASU's name, which we both expect there to be tomorrow. It'll be real easy to look past San Fran to that U of A. Yeah, but there's no easier way to lose that number because it's not like they're going to be ranked 10. Like they're probably going to be still at the 22, yeah. 23, 24, 25 range. No easier way to lose that number than to lose games you're not supposed to lose, which San Francisco is good, but it's a team you're supposed to win. A game you're supposed to win. So yeah. definitely can't look past it. Just win, baby. Just, Just win. Just win. Let's get to some bottle service. Yeah, tonight. why not? A lot of different options. You could have probably picked about just about anybody in that starting five. But. Let's go with the entire start. Yeah, why not? If we're gonna pick anyone, why not pick all of them? I mean, they were they were good. The thing, like we talked about, the trust in the bench and stuff, but the bench did not have a great night. Luther was the only player on the bench that that ended the game with a positive plus minus. Like everyone else was minus, um, and that's why the game was pretty close in the first half at times. They they were playing a lot of the reserves, but especially in the second half, the starters balled out. They took this game over. They like says they scored seventy six of their ninety one points. Um, and every single one of them finished with a positive plus minus. Um, it, 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 it was just hard to pick a, 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 someone to get bottle service because yeah. they all, like you said, DJ was probably the worst performance from a starter, and he, he had, had 10 digits. points. Yeah. He, had, he had scored double-digit points. So it, it, you can, I don't think you can – depth is important, but if your starters aren't doing anything, 
depth doesn't mean shit. No. Like so so to have to see a game like this where the starters are dominating essentially start to finish is just again very reassuring. Yeah, it's really nice because you look at last year's team or even times at this point this year yeah. You you point to games where it has been a one man show. Yeah, you're literally begging for more than one person yeah. to start producing. Well, and you got it. Yeah, this is this five. is like we've talked about what does this team look like when they put together their offense with their defense, and we have pointed to that Michigan game, right? We keep pushing it, and that's been I believe almost over a month now that we've been yeah. like this is the perfect team. Yeah. Okay, now we get a. I don't want to say a new version, but an updated version of what a perfect game looks like. And you get it. Your yeah. starters play out of their mind. You get a little bit of help from your bench. You get quality minutes from your young guys. Duke Brennan, Austin Nunez, Jemaya Neal does his part. Luther Muhammad does his part. And the starters go crazy. Like, this is your perfect game, yeah. right? At home, it looked like the crowd showed up when, in reality, school's off. Like, the semester's over. There's a bunch of people probably at home, yeah. you know, like, for, it, for the holidays. It's, it's not even so much about the number of people that are there. It's about the, the excitement they have. They even mentioned it on the broadcast. It seemed like there were people actually starting to buy in. I noticed there was, like, ASU was, again, at like 20, and there was a guy on the sideline, like, jumping up and down, getting out of his seat. And it was just like, they, there's passion there. And that that is. I'm really excited to see what that atmosphere. I know I'm literally, like, going against yeah, what I just yeah, said about looking past, past, but I know that environment is just well, going to be awesome. Th- that's the thing for me is. Like you could point out good wins and stuff like that, but to me, every win has been a good win because it's been a different kind of win. Yeah, and I would argue that the one kind of win that they are losing is a big emotional win, which like an emotion that you cannot recreate outside of playing your biggest rival, right? Yeah. So like that that Arizona game is going to be huge because that's like the one kind of thing they beat the big name when people weren't believing in them. They they've won close conference games. They've blown out bad teams that they're supposed to blow out. They've they won, won tournaments. A, they won in a tur- exactly. They won in a <laughs> tournament style format, which was two games. But those two games were against VCU and Michigan. Those are two very good teams. Like this, this team is is doing something. I know we keep this beating a dead horse, but different than what last year's team was doing is when they would win, it felt like they were just escaping, or they they it was a fluke. Like the the UCLA game, as fun as it was, that felt like a fluke. Yeah, yeah. that was not recreatable. This year, I genuinely like. I am not going to doubt this team. I'm not like. Arizona game, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that they should be favorites or I'm going to think that they're going to win that game. But I am not going to doubt them that they are going to make it an interesting game yeah. at the very least. There's This team has, I think, earned – they have earned mine and I think should have earned the trust of the entire Sun Devil fan base at this point because they are are winning in every situation. And they do deserve respect Absolutely. on a national level yes. from this team. right? Bobby Hurley literally seconds ago at the press conference, quote, I think we are a top 25 team. I, I don't – I don't know how you could argue otherwise. To be, quite I don't honest. think there's 25 teams better than this team. I don't. I don't think so either. Re- from a pure record perspective, there's technically not a better team in the conference from a record perspective. Also I, true. Again, U of A, phenomenal. They are definitely they're the, they're the, they're worthy the best of the conference. Yeah, yes. but but you want to point to numbers. There isn't a team that is better in the conference right now. Yeah, than and Arizona I mean, like State. the thing. The thing is, is ASU or U of A. My, is very well. They are uh, like I'm not going to say they are better the than ASU. They're the best team in the conference. But things happen in rivalry games. If ASU splits with U of A, I don't know. Like there is a chance that they win this. Like have the best season or the record and the regular season in this conference. Again, not claiming that they are better than Arizona. But if they manage to win one of those games, I am not doubt. I don't think there's anybody. I think. I, 
I think ASU might be the second best team in this conference. I'm not I like I can't UCLA is is obviously very good and they're probably better than ASU. But ASU the way ASU you is never playing know, right now. I I I think that Arizona is the one team in this conference that is just on a completely different tier than ASU. Otherwise, I'm I'm taking the Sun Devils against anybody else. But we say that and look, U of A just like two weeks ago got slaughtered by Utah. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's another thing. As, as much as as easy as it is to give them credit, we also have to understand that Utah is basically the same thing as ASU right now. They they they're hit to a higher degree. They they're super hot. They've beaten a team that they had no business beating on paper. They should not have beat Arizona. They beat them. Um, they are a very similar to this ASU team. So ASU is by no means going to walk through this conference. No. Like there are plenty of good teams in this conference, but I just it's a team that I can't doubt like I could last year's team. And uh, that makes me feel very happy inside. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple players and then Bobby Hurley for a second. Um, I know we gave bottle service to the starting five, but I want to talk about Dez because this is, I feel like the first time this season where he's put back to back games where he's looked like a dominant yes. score. Yes. And I think that is not only great for the fans and for the rest of the team, but for his own personal confidence, right? You get a guy transferring here, been here a couple months, he brings along his brother, but at the end of the day, like, he just wasn't shooting well. Yeah. So you go back to the other night, big win against Creighton, he put the team on his back, comes in tonight, scores 18 in the first half, finishes with 23, and he was just firing away, dude. Yeah. Like, it looked really good. This is ginormous for his confidence going into conference play. This is a perfect time for that. Yeah, no, it, it is 100% the perfect time for it. Um, it it's like, it, it's again, it was, it's hard not to compare them to last year's team when at most you were getting two players and it was really like, okay, is like, which one of the guards is going to be on tonight? Yeah, is Amari or DJ? Right? Now it's like, again, almost anybody can go off. I think anyone in the starting five can put up 20 points on any given night. Like, it, it is just nice to have now another guy who is is doing what he is supposed to do. Because I would argue that last year, like Marion was supposed to be that, and he he did never really panned out in that way, especially for the first half of the season. And to have him doing this now early on top of everything else going well, it's not just okay, everything else is disappearing. And we're getting, yeah. uh, we're, but now he's performing. Like, he is performing on top of an 18-point performance from Warren Washington, on top of a double-double from Frankie Collins. Like, this team is just super well-rounded. Um, and that, it, it just to have him be another tool kind of in Bobby's belt is, it just gives you so much confidence. Because yeah. there's plenty of teams that get to the tournament and, like, they have a Jimmer for debt carry them. And then they get to the tournament and, oh, Jimmer's not playing well today. They are out in the first round of the tournament. Yeah. That, it, Okay, shut down Frankie. He's just gonna he's gonna get eleven assists. Shut yeah. shut down Dev. DJ is gonna go stupid like he did last year in the Pac-12 tournament. Like that team just has a bunch of different ways they can kill you, and that is a tournament team. Yeah, most definitely. I don't think we can take for granted Devin Cambridge and his ten yeah. points a night. Right, this is a guy that we expected to be the energizer bunny for this team and and make waves defensively from just his bounce, his energy, his hustle, which he has done. But he's provided 10 exactly. points, a yeah. game that nobody really expected. expected. Yeah. So to get Dez scoring 15, 20 a night, and then you still get that 10 from his brother, that's how you end up with 91 points. Yeah, no, on 100%. The that, that, that is the, the thing, is the, uh, the unexpectedness, or uh, the, the unexpected surprises. You did not expect to be able to, and we've talked about this before, you haven't, didn't expect to be able to get 
quality minutes out of guy out of the freshman. You did not expect Dev to be a a scorer, which and like again, he's not like he's out here scoring twenty, but he's doing way more than anybody expected. Like that is, I think, kind of the difference when you know, like. I was saying this is a first round by team. When I was saying that, it was more of like I think they could sneak into the four spot. Like I, I think they're four. No, they're at least a three. They are. I think a four is a failure now. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I would be surprised at if least they fell that far. So like, and that that the, the, that difference came with these un, these unexpected surprises, and Dev is one of those. Yeah, that's gonna be real nice when they're a top four team Ooh. in Ooh. Vegas. It's gonna be super sweet. It's gonna be real nice when they're a top four seed in the tournament. And I don't think. Anybody deserves more credit than Bobby Hurley. Yeah. Um, because this is a man that after last season, people were ready to call it quits mm-hmm. um, on him, on his time at ASU. And all he has done is he's gone out, got a couple of transfers, rebuilt this program, gotten the hype back at DFA, something that hasn't been there in a handful of seasons. And now this team yeah. is arguably, arguably the best team he's ever had right there's still the the number three team that he had when mm-hmm. um when they were undefeated the trey holder guard you era but this team has that potential i know they don't have the number three by their name right but i covered that team i covered the trey holder and the shannon evans and the cody justice and i've covered this team and they are two totally different teams yeah. but this team goes so much deeper than that team did yeah i mean uh, yeah i, I mean it, no, they don't have a number three next to their name yet. But if they beat Arizona, and I don't want to sit here and sound like we're just being biased. Like, even on the broadcast, they said, like, no one expected this game to be as important as it's going to end up being. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, we didn't expect ASU to be this good, but they are. And, and U of A fans have to acknowledge that whether they want to or not. This is a good team. And even if, if ASU or U of A comes out and blows ASU out by 20, it doesn't change the fact that this is a good team. And they have been for the other 12, well, 11 of the 12 games, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bobby. <laughs> he is all the flowers to Bobby. All the flowers head. to Bobby, and I get it's different than football because it's it's basketball, and you a lot can change in just one year with one swing at the transfer portal. But like, it wasn't really like a rebuild process. There was never like last year was disappointing, but it was never like uh, all right, like we know what this is, like we got to give it a couple of years, you know, like he just came in and he did what good basketball coaches now do and take took in took advantage of the transfer portal and got himself these five players, I think, right? The Cambridge brothers, Warren, Frankie. um, So four players, I guess. Like like these four guys are are legitimate difference makers. Um, And that started with Bobby. And then just on the court, we've hammered it home. Just the trust he has in them. It has allowed them to play their game in a free way and in a way that makes it more fun. It's more fun to watch ASU basketball. Even when ASU basketball was playing good last year, it is still more fun this year because they're doing things that they didn't last year because of the transfers that Bobby brought here and the trust that he has in everybody. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think he gets enough credit. No, and he probably all. will never get enough credit um, until he wins Coach of the Year this year. Count it. Um, but I, I, we will certainly give him his credit because he is. It, this starts and ends with Bobby. Yeah, if Bobby's not on, then it doesn't matter what the rest of this team is doing. All the flowers to Bobby Hurley. Also, all the flowers to more furniture guys. They're giving you some extra time on their holiday clearance event. It's happening right now, more furniture, and you guys can save up to 50% off, guys. Go to morefurniture.com. Check them out. 
that's where you're going to get all your comfortable chairs, recliners, and all the good stuff. Maybe you can find maybe some potential gifts for the holidays for family, friends, literally anybody. Um, yeah, check them out. Morefurniture.com. Again, 50% off on their holiday clearance event. I know I said that I'm, well, I was happy that football was over because we don't have to deal with that. But the one thing I do miss about it is sitting in the more furniture with like double fisting burrito express burritos, like chorizo in this hand, breakfast supreme in this hand. Um, because you know they close at three, so we haven't been able to can't eat them during a basketball game like we were able to during the football games. I yeah, miss it a little bit. I really want Burrito Express tomorrow. Because Burrito Express is again. Sorry to bring them back up. I know you're probably tired of hearing them talk, but the streets have been talking, and they have said a that I am Sean Stradamus. That was the streets, not me. I know Totri doesn't like to hear it because he was Toast Stradamus. He got that title removed from him. Sean Stradamus now. And the streets are saying that Burrito Express are the best burritos in the solar system. Um, check them out. Get a breakfast supreme. That's the is that, that's the best burrito they have, right? I would say bar. so, but I don't like I. Well, I can't do cheese. That's true. So I always just get extra bacon. The chorizo is crazy too, though. The tr- it, there's they don't miss. They have a green chili one too. That I haven't, I haven't tried. tried that either. And I don't even really I don't even really mess with the the, the lunch ones, and those are crazy too. Yeah, now I haven't even touched up. the lunch one yet either. Now you got me worked up. If you want to get worked up on me, head to Burrito Express. Bunch of value locations. Best burritos in the valley. Burrito at Burrito EXP on Twitter. Look Follow them. And uh, great content. Even better food. You brought up football. I did bring up football. We're going to talk a lot of football tomorrow. Hell yeah. And we have a guest that we're going to show you guys on social at the end of the evening. Um, also going to have some potentially interesting news as it relates to ASU football at the end of the show. Sean doesn't oh. even know what it is. Oh, more. Oh. Literally, literally getting texts from people now about it. So Ooh. very, very interesting. We're on, we're on the... The Shefty work. I here. genuinely don't know what's going on. I, I'm <laughs> nervously excited. Um, there may or may not have been a quarterback visit Arizona State this weekend, so we'll get into who that was at the end of the show. Just teasing that a little bit. Did he play in the ACC and is he Polynesian? <laughs> You'll have to find out at the end oh, of the show. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Let's get into the aftertaste of this game, though. Nothing sus because it was a good win. Let's talk about what this sweet, sweet Whoa. victory tasted like sean um it tasted like orange cream soda Ooh, something i haven't had in a while i haven't you know had like one of these just asu just absolutely fucking destroying a bad basketball team it's been a minute (laughs) but i I, I, i've never forgotten how much i love it and it 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 was also you know it's what sometimes you hype things up in your mind and they aren't as good as they are as you thought they were going to be this was just as good as i remembered it being this was yeah. enjoyable for that from uh, down until the last drop. I, I enjoyed this. So yeah, orange cream soda. So so slept on. Just like it's as you so basketball. Cream, cream soda, soda is, in general is, is slept crazy. On. Yeah, but orange like the, it gets that orange cream school flavor. Shout out OGs. Orange cream school flavor. That shit is. Mm, I'm gonna go get me some. This like, that's why this, I love um, Cracker Barrel. This, well, you love Cracker Barrel. Yeah, they got orange cream soda there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, this for me tastes like. You are okay. Let's let's paint a picture. Oh here. boy, you're ten years old. Oh, okay. You're in a drive-through with your mom. Yes, and she lets you pick where you want to go. Okay, you're like you're, I want to go to McDonald's. So okay. you weren't already in a drive-through. I wasn't already in a drive. Did I say I was already? In a you drive-thru? said you're in a drive-through. Okay, well okay. we are now in the McDonald's. You're in the Arby's drive-through, and your mom's like, "Where do you want to go?" And I'm you like, say McDonald's. McDonald's. And she's so like, she "Well, goddamn it, little Jimmy." Yes, Joe. <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> later, man. Um, yes. You're in the drive-thru at McDonald's. 
you get a little bit of a what's the little fucking Happy Meals. You get a Happy oh, Meal. Oh yes. With a little bit of a toy, and your meals average. It's whatever because it's McDonald's. But the best part is that high C. Dude, I had some last night. That you did you really? I, I legitimately <laughs> had some last night. I was talking to I was talking to Charles about it because I was stre- I was streaming on Twitch. Follow me at Sean underscore to pause on Twitter. I tweet out when I go live. If you want to come hang, I was hanging out with Charles Woodall Pike and kind of former ASU wide receiver Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. He was Love in the it. chat at one point last night. Um, but I was literally talking to him about it. He's like, I haven't had it in a minute, but it, that, that shit is amazing. It is like, amazing. I have it right now. And that shit is amazing. High That's C a, goes crazy. Uh, it does go crazy. That's a great choice. Have you seen now? I have seen now. We'll get into it after. I'm, we'll I'm get... less excited. <laughs> it's not, it's not, yeah. We'll get into that. I've got, got a lot of thoughts. I have got a lot of thoughts. He has played against a lot of ACC yeah, he has, opponents. He has, yes. Um, let's get to the Bobby board. Yeah. Best part of the show. Um, eleven and one now. This one we got a stern Bobby. Yeah. This was this was from tonight. I don't know why he was so serious. Um, but go off Bobby, I guess. But yeah, that another, is such a beautiful graph. I did not expect to have as many Bobbies at all. We're now three wins away from their total of all last season. Nah, like if you would have told me about this, because I know we, we didn't start it right at the beginning of the season, so it was a little skewed. But if you had told me if we were doing this at the beginning of the season, I would not have thought we'd have this, like the Michigan one. Well, uh, no, I would have thought they would have lost two, I think, at least. At two least, or three. right? Yeah. Because I would have thought they would have lost to Michigan and Creighton, and then they probably would have lost one of those conference games. But I guess we'll never know. It's gonna they be only won one. I only lost one. When conference play comes around, man, I'm interested to see how this board looks because obviously conference play is so different than non-conference play. Yeah. Um, but the thing about how the schedule is set up is there's a chance for them to go on a little bit of a run. Like, it's, like just uh, assume that you they don't they're not able to beat a U of A or UCLA. Even if they can't beat USC, they got a Washington, Washington State, Oregon State, Oregon, Stanford, Cal. Colorado stretch yeah. of all games where they'll be favorites. I, I, w- I will say though, they make that up by the, by the difficulty <laughs> at the, the end the of the season. Four games, they could lose the last. That four. is a very <laughs> tough, tough stretch going into the Pac-12 tournament. However, I will argue the same way that I've argued in a lot of different post-game shows that like you want to play the best teams yeah, come tournament yeah, time. Yeah, you yeah. want to know where you stand. The best way to get a, an idea, and the best way for Bobby Hurley to get an idea of where his team stands at is by playing the Utah, U of A, yeah. UCLA, USC game right before the tournament. Because yeah. odds are, you're going to see those teams in the tournament. Yeah. You're going to see one of them. I will, I, those four, are the outside of all those five, ASU and those four, are the five teams that were competing for those top four spots. Yeah. Most likely. And throw Colorado if you want in there. That's their last five They've games. They've had some big games, too. That's their last five games. So it'll be very interesting to see how, just from a standings perspective, there's going to be a lot of shuffling, I feel like, in those, that last uh, set of the last five games. Very intrigued. Yeah. It's definitely an exciting time to be an ASU basketball fan. It is an also an exciting time for us here at PHNX because you guys can go become diehards. You guys are going to get a free shirt or hat every single year. You guys have access to our premium diehard level content and 20% off merch and events. Guys, it is a blast being a diehard. We saw, I saw a sneak peek of the membership cards. Oh, they do kind of go crazy. This they do kind of go like crazy. This isn't like your voter ID card where it's like a little piece of paper or nah. something like that. This is, this is like 
shininess. This on is it. like Willy Wonka esque chocolate factory it is, golden. It is, it very Willy Wonka esque, actually. Yeah, that's a good call. Very Willy Wonka esque. Become a diehard. Become a diehard today. Check out gophnx.com slash diehard to join the fam. Now we're going to give you guys a little bit of an extra discussion today because some interesting quarterback news. Mm. Um, former Notre Dame quarterback, Drew Pine, decided he was going to take a visit to like Arizona it. State this weekend. Um, any thoughts before I give mine? Uh, I'm not going to have any, like, I don't know his game or anything, but keep me, I wouldn't touch a Notre Dame quarterback with a 10-foot pole. Keep me away. Keep him away. You don't no, want him? No, thank you. Why not? Because then Notre DJ Dame was good this in. year. They had themselves uh, a decent season. Bad season by Notre Dame standards. Considering they lost their starting quarterback and uh, a enough. handful of defenders fair to enough. be a top I 25 just, team. Uh, how old were you with the last time a Notre Dame quarterback won an NFL game? Which I know this isn't NFL, okay, but okay. I'm just saying. Keep That's a low blow. Keep, it's, it's a fact also. It is a fact. It is a fact. Just keep him away from me. I want someone that's a little more... I mean, I'll let you talk because I don't know a whole lot. I don't know anything about this game. So, so what are your thoughts? How do you think he would fit in, in here? It is interesting because when I picture a Kenny Dillingham quarterback, it is usually a guy that is more of a dual threat guy. Okay. Now, I was going to say, I didn't know anything about him. I was making a little bit of assumption he wasn't... He's not a Bo Nix. He is not as athletic as Bo Nix. Okay. However, I would argue that he is more athletic than Trenton Borgay. Okay. Uh, from those standards. So this is a guy, he played at Notre Dame. He, I was kind of surprised that he entered the portal simply because this is a guy that has sat behind a handful of guys, right? He sat behind uh, Ian Book. He sat behind Jack Cohn. He sat behind Tyler Buckner, and then Buckner got hurt, and he came in last year. Um, so I was, I was pretty surprised that he entered the portal, obviously not playing in their bowl game. Um, this season, but he is the definition of a game manager, right? He is, in my eyes, a little bit more of an athletic Trenton Borgay. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm, but he can get the ball into places that maybe some guys on the roster can't quite yet. Okay. Um, it wouldn't hurt to add him. Yeah. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a guy that has played the Ohio State. He yeah. has played the Clemson. The he Syracuse. was a quarterback. He was the quarterback when they beat Clemson and dominated Clemson. Mind you, they ran the football ridiculously. Yeah. Um, but that's what like Kenny's offense thrives on, right? Is yeah. being able to run the football with a guy at quarterback that can get it done when he needs when he needs to. This doesn't necessarily surprise me that he took a visit to ASU because I do see how it could make sense for him. I'm more on the side of I don't know how much sense it makes for ASU because I feel like He's just a little bit of an upgrade from from Trenton, but like not all that much. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting because I don't think Arizona State's the only team that would take a look at him. Um, but you never know. I'm just interested to see if this is the beginning, or if this is just like if this is just the beginning of the quarterbacks coming. Because because what this does show is that there are people that want to come here. Well, not just that; they're still looking. Yeah. Like like we I, we had talked a little bit about whether or not. Like they were done at quarterback, whether or not Conover was going to be that guy, super gay, blah, blah, blah. They're still clearly at least entertaining the possibility of adding another quarterback. Yeah. Um, so I, it could go a lot of different directions. It could go, this guy could go DJ Uyunglele. Um, Shout out your pronunciation. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, um, but I, I, I need to be more confident because I feel like I get it right every time, but I never believe in myself. Um, it could be a Kenny Slovis. Uh, yeah. Ken. Kendon? Kendon. I think it's Kendon's Right. Okay. I was, I couldn't, I was, because for some reason I couldn't, I couldn't picture the first N, but I was like, there's no way it's Caden Slovis, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
and, but it could go a lot of different directions. So I, it just it's nice because I was not necessarily comfortable with the idea that the quarterback was on the roster. Yeah. Um, if it if he if the quarterback is on the roster, like it, it could be okay still. I just want them to at least explore the other quarterbacks that are out there. So that, that's a good sign, even if this is not the guy. Joe bringing up a lot of things in the chat that I want to get to, and we're going to get to them all tomorrow. Talking about Badger, the next BE ambassador. We got stuff because he was at a game with Daniel and Gata, and Gata was talking about how Elijah's the future. Um, Joe talking about the, the shots I was taking from CU fans yesterday. Yeah. We're going to get on that tomorrow because I'm not going to let them just, <laughs> just do that. We're going we're gonna to keep, like, I mean... Hating, I don't want. It's not hating. This is. I'm just asking for a little proven success at a high level a that hasn't been given. A fair request. So we'll get in that tomorrow as well. Um, and Joe also brings up Scatabo, ride or die, because of that funny little play that he had. Uh, oh yeah, the double pass. Yeah, maybe um, he's on the, on yeah, the quarterback. Is on the roster. Maybe. Well, him. we're gonna be talking to Cameron Scatabo tomorrow. Oh, hey. he's gonna be on the show. Hell yeah. Tomorrow, two p.m. Guys, join us because it's gonna be an absolute. Blast, I Joe. Ask I expect what there you, is to do in you Sacramento. Did. Nothing. There's nothing. That's My family's from kind Sacramento. of what I expect the answer. The to only be. thing to do in Sacramento is enter the transfer portal. That's the <laughs> only the Kings thing. game, which is <laughs> uh, just stay home. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> guys, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Again, ASU moving to 11 and one on the season after a 24 point victory over San Diego. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totree, and you can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. Just happy to be here as always. We will see you Monday at 2 p.m. But for now, peace.